welcome to the uh, eighth episode yeah. of the Friends of Mine podcast. Not quite sure why I started it like that. But... Yeah, we even discussed uh, it being the eighth episode before you yeah. came on. <laughs> yeah, and I still was like, ah! Um, yeah, so uh, we're going to actually dive, well, I'm making this choice on both our behalves. Uh, we're going to deep dive into this um, this week with a question to you, because we briefly spoke about it um, earlier on, mm. um, off air, so to speak. Um, and you were saying that, and you've mentioned it on podcast before, but that you've been really struggling um, with anxiety uh, today, mm. um, and mostly around the fact that you are worrying that you've upset people. Yeah. Um, and I was just wondering whether you think there might be something in your past or sort of in your childhood that in some ways maybe um, bringing this up now, whether it's a sort of accumulation of different things. I couldn't honestly tell you like what it is, what what brings it on, what makes me. Um, I think when I, I'm not good at being in my own company. I think is one thing, mm-hmm. and a lot of work at the moment is me on my own. So I don't think that necessarily helps. I think I am a people person. So I think the moment when this morning was quite busy, so I didn't really have time to sit and think. Then when you get time, do you know what, does that make sense? Mm. Um, and then I start thinking and it's, like I've said before, did I, or, you know, I, I know people are busy, I'm busy, I'm one of the worst people for not messaging someone back. But when you get, when you message someone they don't reply and you're like, did I say something when I saw them mm. on the weekends or upset them? Have I, and I know that I haven't because... I mean, I can't even say that I was drunk on the weekend because I wasn't drinking. So yeah. it can't even be like, oh, did I say something drunk or did I... And I couldn't tell you what it is. I couldn't tell you what... Originally yeah. started. Yeah, yeah, not really. I mean, I know from having... Um, uh, from like having cancer before, they sort of have said like, like a lot of it might come from... Not like attachment issues, but like losing your mum as early as you did. Mm. And... I can't think of the phrase I used for it. Um, and I suppose it's probably what we touched on before about if if I love you as a, if I love you then I really love you and probably mm. sometimes can feel a little bit over, overbearing yeah. sometimes, maybe. Yeah, I was gonna say, do you think it sort of stems from you worrying that something bad's gonna happen to the relationship, friendship? Yeah, like yeah. Yeah. Are you sort of worried that you yeah, because you're so worried about relationships breaking off and losing people mm-hmm. it's like you constantly worry that you've done something that's gonna do. trigger that and cause someone to leave you effectively or yeah, break think, the friendship off I think yeah I think massively so I am um, and I also know as well like when I'm doing it I can get myself like I know as well I'm telling myself like what are you doing like you've not don't anything to upset them because you saw them 48 hours ago or you spoke to them on so you know you've not done well I think you just can't almost help yourself without your but that's mind. good that you're recognising it though yeah yeah and I bet I mean I know you're, uh, during especially during Covid um, I think obviously everyone struggled during Covid um, but I, it was even worse then because you weren't even seeing anybody. To, mm. You know, it was literally well, the same as everyone else. I mean, I was quite fortunate that I wasn't working from home. I was still going to work, which some people prefer working from home. But me personally, yeah. I prefer to be 
again in and around and seeing people where possible. Um, but during COVID, I was really bad. Of, you know, I'd sort of have like send someone a message, wouldn't reply, or and I'd go and like lay in bed for like three hours thinking, you know, or, like just got almost like crippling anxiety. And then they message you back, and you go, and, I, and even then, I know when I'm when I was like that, I think I think to myself. Like, what are you doing? Because I do it as well. Like, I'll message, someone will message and you'll look at it and you'll go, I won't I'll reply later because we're all mm. busy, we all work, we all have stuff on our plate. I don't know what it is, why I'm like it, how to even stop it. I suppose recognising it like you said is a good thing. But yeah, it's... And maybe it's, just recognising because it must come a little bit from the fact that like, like you say, you feel like you've, say, pissed someone off. <laughs> But maybe a little bit of as well as you can just think to yourself, well, A, everybody in some respects at some point is going to piss people off. Like, mm-hmm. you're never going to go through life not pissing no, people off. No. And also that it's okay. Like, it's human. Like, you shouldn't judge yourself for the fact that you could have the ability to piss people off because it's part of human nature. Yeah. Isn't it? Like, you're yeah. never going to be the 100% perfect friend, boyfriend, family member who's never going to piss his friends off. So it's about, you know, kind of, and it's something I've been trying to do recently. It's like coming to terms with and making sort of, I guess you could argue, friends with that part of yourself that's yeah. not, you know, that has the ability to piss people off. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, I mean, some sometimes it doesn't, some days it doesn't bother me. So I could message, for example, and I'm just using your example, I could message yeah. you one day and you could read it and not reply straight away, it wouldn't bother me. You could be short because as you've acknowledged yourself sometimes and I am as well sometimes mm. we're all quite if we're busy or just not in the mood to chat we can all be be short yeah. and not bother me but then uh, for example I played football on a, on a Monday night and I made a comment when we were playing football that was meant as a joke and the guy sort of half laughed mm. um, and it bugged me the whole week mm. it bugged me until I saw him again the week after and I didn't want to do it over WhatsApp and I was like I'm like I don't joking about what I said and he was like yeah I know like it's yeah. not a problem so where it may but, have even if it bothered him it may have bothered him for like 10 minutes yeah, but yeah, you yeah. but it bothered, bothered me like yeah like and I thought I don't week. want to WhatsApp him I don't want to WhatsApp him like um and I saw on a Monday he was like oh yeah mate like mm. don't worry about it sort of thing do you know what I mean but in my head all week it was a Oh god! Like, what if I've what if annoyed him? What if I've pissed him off? What if he? Do you know what yeah, I mean? It's, and, it's, and it does just really tie into anxiety, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Do oh. you find that's a lot? I assume this is the case. Um, but do you find that when your mental health is in the decline, that's when that obviously gets yeah. a lot worse? Yeah, yeah. And I always notice as well; it always gets worse. And I think we've touched on it before, like this time of year. So mm. the darker mornings, the darker afternoons, it just generally being a bit. A bit colder, um, you know. I'm not. I mean, I'm always cold anyway. Let alone when mm. it's it's actually cold. Um, and I just think like the general anxiety of life. Yeah. I think is just. I mean, even even at work, you know, if I, <laughs> I know you wouldn't believe it recently, but in, if I feel like I've even like annoyed someone in authority, like that will bother me as well or someone mm. I work with oh yeah definitely yeah. if I walk in like even in passing like and, I, and I've touched on it before about you know you go past and you say oh, morning and they're not and I can, I'm a miserable kid in the morning like so mm. I know that some people need that space in the morning but if I go like oh morning and they're a little bit off of me rather than mm-hmm. just thinking 
probably a bit tired or you know, busy or minds elsewhere, again, we all do it. I think, well, what have I done? And almost have to like go back again like 10 minutes later just to check that they're, that they're right. How okay, are you, yeah. mate? Yeah, yeah, I'm all right. And then, mm. yeah, it's just, yeah, I don't even know. It's funny you say that, like that example about at work, because I did that. Um, I think I spoke about it on Saturday. I'm not sure if you were part of the conversation or not, but um, I spoke to one of our other friends about it. Like something happened at work to me the other day and one of the higher-ups moaned about something that literally like I knew had nothing to do with Mm -hmm. me. He was probably just pissed off and taken out on me. But I still took it personally as it like embothered me. So even though like, you know, it's like literally like I did not do this thing. Yeah. And he moaned about it. It's still because he moaned at me about it. it still bothered me. Yeah, yeah, Instead yeah. of walking away and being like, "Well, I know that wasn't me," so sod him. Because I cared about what he thought of me, and I didn't want him to yeah. think that it Thinks was possible for me to mess up. Um, but I must admit, I did like you were saying. You've been recognised. Like I did recognise it myself, which I think is a uh, opening some sweets. I'm mate. trying, mate. <laughs> not quietly, as not successful. I'll open them at the end. <laughs> Oh, crack on. Um, yeah, go on. Sorry, you were saying. <laughs> uh, even though, like, like, I managed to... Oh, I'm sorry to our listeners. I'm waiting for yeah. some sweeties. I'm just very sorry. Yeah, go on. Yeah, that's fine, man. Go on, mate. It adds some, uh, like, ambient noise to the background. Um, yeah, like, I managed to recognise it, like, which I think is such a huge step because I found that it didn't last as long. I know for a fact that if... I was more unconscious to the fact that mm-hmm. I was letting this bother me. It would have lasted maybe double, maybe ridiculous like you. Like it could yeah. last a week. Like I could go back into work tomorrow, back in the day, if I was really unconscious of the fact, and it would have been like still bothering me then. Where now, when I go in, like say work tomorrow, I I eat when I see him. I'm not still going to be bothered about it because I've recognised it. I've analysed it. I've realised. Yeah, yeah. And this is something again I've got from a lot of. Um, like books and people I've listened to and um, on podcasts and stuff. But it's just that thing of when something triggers you like that, that it's usually a reflection of work you've got to do on yourself. Yeah. So anytime yeah. anyone bothers you, even if, even if someone comes up to you and starts swearing at you and giving you loads of abuse and that, that's still something that you've got to work on yourself because you, they're, they're just opening their mouths and air is coming out. Yeah, it's yeah. going in your ears, it's causing a vibration and you're interpreting the message and then you're connecting it to these things that happened in your past where maybe, you know... Well, I mean, I suppose with that example, it's natural if someone comes swearing at you. But, <laughs> but, you, but you see what I mean? Like, you put, like, a story behind that and, you know, oh, my God, they're having a go at me, I must be a bad person. Or if yeah, someone yeah. has a go at your work, I must be terrible at my job. But realistically, they said some words and you've let that bother you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, a cat wouldn't hear another... Actually, I'm speaking speaking about cats, if I know. But, for example, like I don't know, say a tree fell down in the garden. Mm -hmm. That makes a big noise, but you're not going to interpret that as something, you know. That is not, yeah, yeah. But I even, like... Even I used to play football on a Saturday, for example, like, someone would... uh, <laughs> sorry, I just realised that me chewing on this lollipop's probably getting picked up on the mic as well. We're really sorry, guys. It's a really unprofessional. We're so unprofessional. Yeah. Um, I can't believe But even like when I used to play football, you know, I used to have like, arguments with lads and play football with, and would let it bother me for like like three days. And you mm. think like, why? Like we all, especially in like a competitive environment where you all want to win like but I would I'd let it bother me I'd go home and let it bother me and and I don't I couldn't tell you why and where it's all come from and, but I think a lot of it probably is I think they call it 
not a lot of abandonment issues, but I think that's what mm. they can label it as. Is you're almost worried that you know is it is something going to happen again? Which is yeah. probably like I've said to you before, there were times where, as a friend, or probably people will probably go, yeah, at times, yeah, and at all times, if you ask my mates, they're probably gone, okay, well, you know, give me a chance, mate. Do you know what I mean? And it's not me deliberately do that. It's almost like an out of body experience. Like I'm doing yeah. it, and I can look at myself as I'm doing it and go. You're being paranoid, mate, and it almost is like a like a form of like paranoia, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, it might be something like you can speak to like a therapist or even like Google it, like about tools you can use when you first have that thought of recognise it, where you can, you yeah. know, bring yourself back down into your body as such, back into the room, um, yeah. back yeah, back into the room, as you say, um, because there is, like you say, there is all there's that disconnect. I think it is really good when you recognise it, but I find sometimes when you're, say, like we're saying, out of your body and looking at you doing something like that, it can be really hard to stop yourself. It's almost like a runaway train. You're yeah, watching yeah, your body yeah. and your words and your mind doing something, and then there's this other part of you, like we'll call like the witness, who witnesses it and is like, "Yeah, come on, Dean, what the hell are you yeah, doing?" Yeah, and I do. I almost like. Especially afterwards, like once I got home today, sort of when I walked the dogs came back and I had a chance to sort of, almost like I suppose, like reflect on the day. I was almost like annoyed at myself for letting myself get like that. Mm. Um, I thought you were tell me it's not been recording for a second. No, sorry. No. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think I think it's definitely probably something. Like you said, I, I suppose I've got a better one because I can now recognise it. Um, but I think almost recognising it in some ways makes it worse because mm. you know, <laughs> I know that I'm overreacting and that there's probably nothing. Whereas when I, I suppose, wasn't as switched on to it, I know mm. the anxiety was probably worse. I oh, say I'm anxiety now. I've got anxiety and anger. These two forms. Yeah, no, it, it was like it was only the 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 anxiety side of things. Um, but then that's I suppose where that like like we said before, like that or like I labelled it a minute ago. That witness part of you, that's when it needs to kind of start recognising its own humanity. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. when that you need to turn that part and say, I know other Dean is doing this and worrying about this and being yeah. paranoid. He needs to know that he's only here. Do you know what I mean? You yeah, can sort yeah. of almost like talk to yourself, but it, yeah. is, it is so difficult. Yeah, I think I think and I think I think everyone suffers with an element of mm. it. Um, I mean, I won't again. We won't name drop, but a friend of ours said I've had conversations with them before where they have tried to make contact with someone or messaged them. Um, and no reply, and have then called their other friend and said, "Oh, I think I'm upset." So and so, they're not messaging me back. Like worked up, and the person's like, "Yeah, but they're working a night shift." Yeah, you know, and it's like, and, yeah. and, and it's that bit where you're like, they're like, "Oh yeah," like, and again, I think it's almost like panic stations and worst case scenario. Yeah, um, I suppose it's like when that kicks in it's just the the anxiety around the fact you may have pissed someone mm-hmm. off just overrides the rational part of your brain yeah. like completely yeah. you just go into like fight or flight like 
so you panic and you're fighting to try and find out what they've done yeah. or you know I guess you could run away like maybe some people do the opposite and they're like oh fuck him I'm never going to talk to them yeah, again because yeah, yeah, they've yeah, ignored yeah. my text like but I suppose it just overrides that rational part of you that says maybe they're doing this and like <laughs> yeah. when you talk to a friend that friend is filling in that rational part of your brain yeah. it's just yeah, decided yeah. to I know about it before like when, when I say I go back to when you were doing COVID and like really bad like Joe would literally say to me like what are you doing? Like, you're getting yourself so worked up and so... Like I said, I'd go and, like, lay in bed for, like, two hours. It's, like... I think it's different. Like, before, like, I was sort of playing football, like, three times a week. So you almost... Like, that's a release of all the anxiety. I think during COVID, we weren't allowed to do anything like that. Mm. So I think everyone had their struggles with it. But Joe would say to me, you know... Like, you know, people are busy, people have got lives, like, it's fine, don't worry about it. And then literally, you get the message, like, oh, sorry, mate, I've been at work, mm. I've been sleeping, I've been doing whatever. And then you go, oh, and straight away, like, bang, like, all that. But then you feel like a dick because you spent the last yeah. three hours, like, getting yourself, yeah, into a state. Mm. It's really difficult, and I suppose really the work you'd have to try to do is like again recognise where that comes from and address those issues. But I suppose it it can be really difficult, can it? Especially yeah. with what you've been through and what would have caused that. But yeah, and you also just need to realise that if you have pissed us off, we'll let you know and yeah. I'll give you loads of abuse. Yeah, and I think <laughs> I'm joking, but I... no, no, but, but I think I think and I'm quite I I do know that as well. Like we're quite like an open group mm. as well like mm. like and I don't think I mean we've known each other 13, 14 years I don't think really as a group of friends anyone's really had a major fallout of anyone no, like we're all no. quite you know we might bicker like an old couple sometimes as, or as an, like a family but yeah. but never to the stage where that like, I can think of like someone's not spoken no. to anybody um well <laughs> not, not really anyway um but but it's true like just be I, I would rather you pick up the phone or send me on whatsapp and say mm. like and and again a lot of people listening to this will know that I'm not <laughs> I can be a bit of a nightmare when I'm drunk but obviously not drinking at the moment or as much because of Jay being pregnant so there's not even like that bit where you sort of go out on a Saturday or and you go you know did I say something last yeah. night because that's the worst feeling like when you, you know oh, when you wake up the next morning and you just have like I've done it to you before like waking up on a Sunday morning and gone but what happened last night and you were like yeah mate like you were fucked by like 11 yeah. o'clock and that's the worst bit and then you just you lay there on the Sunday and little parts of the day like trying to piece them yeah like, like yeah that's yeah I think that's worse at least now mm. there's with a not drink, like I said, where you, you were around on Saturday with people around. I think I had one one beer Saturday just because I think I've got to try and help myself. And if my anxiety is that high, mm. I just that beer just doesn't help. It just doesn't. Or it helps for that, I suppose, hour or two hours. But the knock-on effect it has for yeah. however long later. It's just it's, delay, delaying the inevitable, yeah. really, isn't it? Yeah, I'm always the type. Like I've always been a runner awayer. Runner away? You sound like a farmer. <laughs> <laughs> I've always been the type of person who runs away from conflict. I think. Yeah. Um, I've noticed that before. Like, I'd always 
if I've done something to piss someone off, and I think I've spoke about it before, like even to the extreme, like sometimes I would just like block people, mm-hmm. or at least like not necessarily block them because obviously they can they will tell that I've blocked them and they'll be pissed off at me in effect. But what I'd do is mute messages, mm-hmm. like um, not really like with close friends, but with like people, you know, um, give but, people like Tom. no it's more like I don't know for example like if I've made new friends or if I was like talking to a girl and things weren't going my way and I'd we'd had an argument and I'd caused it and pissed them off I'd mute the messages as a form of like running away and then I just come to realize like all you're doing is like that's going to come up again do you know what I mean maybe Mm -hmm. it could just be that I'll hear their name in passing somewhere it's going to bring all these feelings back and I'll probably end up meshing them and saying oh really like I've actually done that I've like fucked up ran away from a situation and literally like for one example I could think of it was literally like what three to five years later I'm rubbish for years I've messaged and being like yeah sorry about what happened it's like why didn't I do that when I first recognised it instead of running away and I think that's what drink does in a way you're just delaying something you've got to face like you've got to face reality but mm-hmm. you think you're going to get pissed and just delay it for a little bit but but i run away as well like from like like confrontation from responsibility like, i'm really bad at it like even stuff like you know mortgage rates going up like we've known for the last year that our mortgage is going to go up and rather than go mm-hmm. right let's have a look like you know and i obviously i'm aware but i just think if i just ignore it like, it will go away yeah but just ignore it it will go and it's obviously not gonna go and it's life and it is what it is but ignore it you can go ignore it or go away you know i've touched it before about i haven't touched on this but you know we weren't sure whether me and joe could have kids so i was tried for a long time weren't sure we could and rather than like ever talk about it it was just i'll just pretend like almost pretend it's not happening do you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. laugh make a joke and move on. I think I try and do that. I think it was like a either run away or laugh about it. Um, is it like a is like a defense? Almost like a defense mechanism. Mm. Like if in a serious situation, laugh or or, or say nothing can walk away. Which I know infuriates Joe because she'll be like, "No, we need to talk about this," or mm. you know, this, that, the other, and I just almost brush it. I suppose brush it under the carpet and, and, and try and ignore it, which obviously isn't no. isn't the right thing to do either. No, it is. I think it's really, it seems really, I don't know if it's just because I'm seeing it a lot, but really common mm-hmm. nowadays, I think, for people just to run away from face and stuff. Yeah. It's something I've always done. I think, I mean, it's when you look at it, like, obviously we're talking more, non-material fears or non-like you know like we're talking about fears you wouldn't call these fears like the same as like fear of heights and stuff Mm -hmm. and fears of spiders but when you think like proper phobias but when you think about it like what do they say is a good way to cure those type phobias like what they call it yeah explosion therapy you're scared of spiders sit in a room or hold a tarantula or a spider and Go, you know, if you're scared of heights, go on something really high, you know, it's that type of, and I think maybe that's what we kind of should be doing mm-hmm. with the, I'm, I'm really struggling with wording it, but you know what I mean, with the 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 non-phobias, but the anxieties, you know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. face, and that's something like I was sort of alluding to a bit earlier that I've been trying to do now, it's just like face those parts of myself that are horrible, like, you know, okay, people that know me might say that I'm a nice guy in general, but I've done some horrible shit in the past, I've spoke I've treated people like shit in the past and 
I either hold, used to really hold that against myself or, like we were just saying, run away from it. Yeah. No, I didn't do that. And it's like, nah, you've got to face that. You've yeah, got yeah, to yeah. face the fact that you've done some horrible shit. You've got to face the fact that you're suffering with anxiety really bad at the moment and not just run away from it because it just doesn't help. Would you say, so you can cut your pile if you want to, you're back in the green. Yep. Yeah. Uh, first of all, how are you Rapping. finding that? Yeah, good. Yeah? Good, got a whole new perspective on this. Good. Yeah. Would you find that you're, now you're back in like, Familiar surroundings, mm-hmm. you you know you know the place probably better than anyone when you were there for a while. Like, would you know? Do you feel like your anxiety has dropped? One hundred percent. But this again kind of ties into literally what we're just talking about. Like, I I've done this before. Ran away from. I wouldn't say run away because you know there was many reasons why I left the job I was in before. It wasn't just strictly a case of I'm not enjoying this. Like there was other other reasons. But like, I feel like when I've done this in the past, I've gone to try a new job out, not got on with it, gone back mm-hmm. to the big green Asda. It's like um, again, like you say, it's going back to familiarity. So it's almost that like running away again. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. this new jobs, and it wasn't the case. That the jobs have been like insanely difficult, but I just know that I just feel at least that they're not for me. But then part of me used to feel so guilty and terrible and like, oh, I'm just running up. Like, I could try and stick out for longer, but I'm just going back to something familiar. But again, I'm approaching this one this time with what, the way I was just speaking about the other stuff with this is what I'm doing. Like, don't judge yourself for it. Even if I am doing that, let's just say deep down the actual truth of the matter is that I couldn't handle change Mm -hmm. so I've gone okay like what is the point of me judging myself about that if that is the case yeah yeah you know and I'm not saying it's like there was many reasons um and one of them was a bit of ease you know what I mean like I'd had issues that other job left the job and then was you know invited to go back to Asda so I took it but it's like I could have held on for another job so maybe I did do it just freeze, but I'm yeah, not but I myself think, for that. I, know, I don't think you should either. You know, I obviously, when I left uh, the first time, because obviously I went back during COVID, first time I left, first three or four weeks where I was, I was like, shit, have I made the right choice? Because mm. there's that bit of, you win. I was working with my, my, my mates and my best mates, yourself, Tom, Damon, Dan, I think Greg might have still been there at the time. Um, people that you, you know, it was, and it's, it was, it was what you know. And mm-hmm. I get, so I get that point of view. And even when, you know, working for the company I worked for now, I, I did leave uh, just before COVID and went and worked for another company, was made redundant, and what again was offered to go back to the company I'm working for now, and went back. Part of me was. Should I find something else? Should I hold out for something else? Mm. But again, it's I went back like nothing could change. So like it was nearly a year later. But it is. It's what you know. It's who you know. Yeah. Nothing. It was literally just back to it again. And when I really think about it as well, like I think sometimes you just need to give yourself enough space so that you're not dealing with too many issues, too many big mm-hmm. things at the same time. And like we spoke about before, unfortunately, like so much happened last week, the week before, um, that 
trying to start a new job, especially because it was one where it was so different to what I was doing before. I really had to like think about it. There's so much to learn. I couldn't really cope with that yeah. at the same time. So instead, and, and maybe it was again running away a bit, because instead of you know trying to hold out for the other things to sort out while staying in that job, I did let the other things affect that. Yeah, yeah. But it was like, it's now allowing myself that I don't have to worry about that side of it do you know what I mean like which is fam- oh, that's familiar so now I can focus on my mental health. health my physical health you know um, yeah. which is a good thing as well like yeah. like I think I always say to Joe like I know it's difficult but let's not stress about what we can't control mm-hmm. so from? and and <laughs> says me you know <laughs> says me like, I, I, I can't really talk because I'm not very good at it but Again, you know, we can't control the fact that mortgage rates have gone up, so let's not stress about it. We can't control the fact that the cost of New York, so let's not stress about it. Mm-hmm. Can't control, even like the wedding, you know, is the weather going to be nice? Yeah, let's hope it is, but we couldn't control I mean, we were lucky it was, but we can't control it. So if it's nice, brilliant. And that's where I'm trying to be better. Um, not necessarily that I'm doing it, but that's where I'm trying to be better. Um, and I suppose there's almost an element of that with dogs tapping their feet in the background. <laughs> and here's our guest for the season, <laughs> yeah. Charlie. Um, um, I suppose there's an element of that. You know, I can't control whether someone texts you back or not. Mm-hmm. I can't. Um, so there's part of me that just goes, well, you can't control it. Like, don't worry about it. But do worry about it. I do worry about it and that's I suppose the thing that frustrates me again the most with with that um, but with work as well like without <laughs> saying too much potentially you know looking for a new job potentially and people say to me you know is it a wise idea you know new baby new job blah 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 and already that's a adding to the anxiety almost, mm. you know what I mean? So part of me is like, you know, be comfortable where you are, it's easy, it's, but then I don't, how long do you, I don't know how to, how long do you settle for that? Does that make sense? Mm. Like, like I'd not you know, have to answer it, but do you see yourself wanting to move again in the future? Are you looking at, we're going to take one day at a time? Like, Yeah, definitely trying to take one day at a time. So I think, again, that's so anxiety-inducing when you start worrying about that before you really mm-hmm. get that push that you need to. Because, you know, like I was saying, there's, there's other stuff I need to work on. Because the thing is, if I, let's say in a week's time, I'll just say, right, I've had enough. Um, and I wouldn't do this to them anyway, but we're talking, you know, in theory. <laughs> let's just say I said I've had enough. If I don't sort out the general anxiety and the, all the other issues I've got going on, I'm just going to be in the same boat again. Yeah. Like, if I'm not ready mentally to make a big change like that, what's the point? No, no, definitely. Do you know what I mean? I'm just going to be, I'm just going to be on this cycle of leaving something familiar, going something unknown, getting scared of the unknown, going back to familiar. So I need to work on that part of me that's scared of change. Yeah. And I think, I think again, I'm, I'm the same. Um, like always like a man of routine like I, I've touched on it before you know if my day if I've planned my day out like this and something changes it throws me off I think that's probably why doing the role before when I was looking after like 11 12 sites it's probably why my anxiety was so high because I'd sit down and go like this is what I'm going to do today 
never ever worked out like that. It just didn't. Mm. So I think that's a bit. I do. I probably it probably am a bit boring. Like I am a creature of habit. Like even to the point, you know, stop at the same garage on the way in in the morning to mm. get to the stage now where I walk in and they go morning. You're right. Like you know them because you're in there like grabbing a Lucasade or a Red Bull. Hashtag sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> um, and again, like going back to. You know what I mean? Going back to like like work, you know, when, when I left this company before, which another company was made redundant, and now I'm back, I think the fear of and the anxiety of, yeah, but what if I leave again and I get made redundant? Like, there's that fear. Yep. And, you know, if I do, theoretically, look at leaving, theoretically. Um, like, touch wood, like, that doesn't happen, but. There is that fear that it could happen. And then so part of me is like, well, just stay where you are. Mm. But then I'm like, but do I want to stay here for the next 10? Do you know what I mean? It's difficult. And I think I always I try to tell myself, like, yeah, there's always a risk. Like, you know. Yeah, there's a risk in everything. Isn't yeah, there? you know, so just do it. But the other part of me is like, you know, why would you? It's, it's steady. It's easy. It's, again, I think that's, I almost have these, conflicting conversations with myself like during the week of you know yeah go on go on take the jump take the jump and then the other part of me is like no don't do it don't do it it's just a constant battle with myself I think you always just need to like or like what a lot of people do is they wait until the fear of staying in the same place outweighs the fear of change Mm -hmm. and I suppose that's my mistake is sometimes I don't do that and is that what happened when, when you left was it was it the fear of staying in the same place? A little bit. Yeah. And I also don't think that was my fear as well. I think that there was a couple of things, but I think society's thing of like, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be this age working in this job yeah, yeah. made me think I can't keep doing this, which is silly because it was... A stable job yeah. and actually money wise there's plenty of worse ones out there like the job I went to in this like that we were just talking about was less money yeah, yeah. so I didn't do it for the money I think there was just this thing of like I shouldn't be doing this at this age a little bit and it was also the fact that I really wanted to do the traveling mm-hmm. and in my head this may sound really stupid but in my head I just thought I was gonna leave almost immediately go traveling for a month and come back with this new idea of how the world works and I was going to be a completely (laughs) changed man and it really affected me because when I came back I had this um, sort of dissonance between the person I actually really was and who I thought I would be when I come back does that make sense yeah yeah Um, and that manifested in me trying to just basically be a person I wasn't and it caused, as as you know, like I, I started seeing someone briefly after I just yeah. come back and I was just a totally different person. I was just trying to be someone I wasn't to them, for them um, and just, just to everyone, really. I was just like this, I don't know, it's just this weird, I just felt torn between the person I thought I was going to merge into when I come back from this one month trip on my own. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I just, I just, it sounds so strange. And the person that I still was, because I was still the same person. I had a great time. I got some good insight about things, but I didn't change. Like a month's trip somewhere is not going to change you. Like right. people can go away for years and years and years, like traveling and come back and be the same person. Um, 
so yeah, I think it was um, it was a mixture of both of those things really. But but fair play for you for you doing it because and I've said it before, like same to you, same as obviously Dino went away, travelled for a bit. Obviously he didn't spend as long as he wanted to, but like yeah. fair play to him. Like he took the plunge, he went. Mm. In, I admire that because again, I don't think I could ever go travelling. Mm. Like I just just not good. I think we should just try it with you one day in the fu- in the future, obviously, yeah. for obvious reasons. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to kidnap you and just take you somewhere. <laughs> just band them in the chain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe like... Explosion therapy, like we were talking about earlier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, just, just get me really drunk and then just drop me in the middle of nowhere mm. with a passport. Um, but yeah, so you, on the whole, you're feeling, you're feeling better since being back. I, yeah, like I say, there's obviously that bit when I first like came back, it was rubbish and stuff. And it's just been, I think we discussed it before, but it's just been a bit of a roller coaster for me. I just like every week just feels like something different. Like when I come on here, I can just feel when I'm speaking on this podcast even, and you said about how I seem different every time, but I can feel that energy in myself. Yeah. But this week's been really quite good. Um, I've been leaning to gratitude a lot. Like, you know, we had that everyone around here on Saturday, you hosted that uh, lovely evening around here. And it was just like, I just sat back a couple of times and just thought like, what a great bunch of friends I've got. Like just the things like that, just like, look at this man, mm-hmm. like so much crap going on out there in the world. And I'm sitting here having like nice food and conversations with friends and stuff in like a nice house. And it was just like, and I'm just trying to, yeah, just trying to do that. And it's just been a really, I wouldn't even say like massively positive week, but I've just um, took strides in. But that is massively positive. It, it is, yeah. yeah. No, you're like, right. Like I think if we look back, the first episode that we done, like you were, I don't know maybe if I was more aware of it because I was seeing you more could have doing this, but like you were not in a, you weren't in a good space. You weren't in a no. good place. Like, and you know, I was worried about you. I know that our other friends were worried about you. I look at you now and I think it's a shame that I didn't record you when you were when you were low, if that makes sense, mm. because then you'd be able to see I know you can feel it, but you'd be able to see yourself mm. in, in a in how you've yeah, yeah, energy. You you do seem in a in a better place, which is a good thing. It is, yeah. Like I say, I think uh, I think I'm trying to learn to be okay with myself, which is really tough. It's really tough, especially mm-hmm. when, like, I know that my anxiety is still, like, really bad deep down. Like, like even today, like, me and my mum went for lunch at Russian Lakes, and when we got there, she was a bit like, where should we go then? You choose. And there was that bit of me was, like, just so drawn to the familiar. I was like, I do not even want to go. I felt so anxious about even going into a restaurant that I've never been in before. And I was like, God, like, I'd love to live a life where I didn't let little things like that and like the parking situation I spoke to this about one of our friends or or should I say they brought up with me about like going places that you know are going to be busy and being anxious before you go worrying that you're not going to get park space like you're going to get park space or not regardless if you're going there it's going to happen or it's Mm -hmm. not it's going to be easy or it won't be but it's like you get anxious about and I would love to know what life would be like if I just lived like that yeah Um, so I still know that I've got a massive 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 way to go but i'm recognizing it and i think that can be the first step is like admitting it yeah like i don't even know if that's a lie actually because i kind of love talking about myself and probably have spoke about it a lot before but 
me saying that I suffer from anxiety now has such a different resonance to me than when I would have said it, say, 10 years ago. Because 10 years ago, even if it was worse, it probably was worse, it would have been like, I wouldn't have said it in such a candid, honest way. It would have been like, yeah, I worry about things a little bit. Like, there wouldn't have been that element of truth where now I'm saying, like, I'm fucking anxious and there's nothing to be ashamed about. Like, that's just mm-hmm. how I am. And Yeah, yeah. and I think this has helped. Like, like I, I said to you, like, and we spoke, I think, maybe about us on Saturday, that like, I feel now that I can be, because of us doing this and people listen to it I feel like now I can be be myself a bit more so if I'm having a bad day like mm-hmm. I don't have to pretend because people understand you you, yeah. don't, you know we had Joe and friends around the other day and I just wasn't in a good headspace I didn't not that you don't want guests but I just wasn't in a good headspace and one of them came and spoke to me well, how are you feeling? Like, you know, I heard you say that on your podcast, like, you're not feeling mm. great. And my initial thing was, like, well, why has Joe told you that I'm not? And then you think, but you have to say that on a podcast. <laughs> like, like, but there was an initial bit. But also, it wasn't even, I suppose, that in the moment I was like, like, I suppose my, my nose was put out of drawing and I wasn't happy about it. Mm. But also, as well, I think it was, uh, like, people knowing. So, like, I don't even know how to word it. Like I, I wasn't even annoyed. I was almost taken back by it a little bit. Yeah. Because normally you just act like you're okay, so no one knows you're not okay. When someone goes, I'm like, hey, you're not doing too well, it's like, what the... It's like you've put your walls up yeah, and then something's yeah. poked over and you've been like, what the hell? Yeah, and straight away it was. It was just like, uh, like walls up, quiet. So that part of it, like, yeah, I can sit here and it's just me and you. Mm. But forget. Yeah, yeah, you do. Because I do forget the mics on the cameras on. Like, if they could see what we talk about when this microphone's <laughs> not on. Um, but it's funny you say that because I've noticed that sometimes, like, I can be a bit weird because I'll talk to people about my issues and stuff, like, in person or, or I guess on here. But I haven't really had as much interaction about this in that terms. Mm-hmm. Um, but I found sometimes I'll be really open and then, like you were kind of saying, I'd almost feel annoyed and offended when people then the next time I spoke to them would ask me if I'm okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if it's, again, like a, an aversion thing. I'm like, if I don't want to talk about that precise moment, like, how dare you ask me about yeah. how I'm suffering because I don't want to talk about this moment, yeah. which is very selfish because it's like they're asking because they care and I'm being like... But I have found that. Sometimes I'll literally... One night I'll be speaking to somebody about how shit I feel and then, like, two days later I'll see them in person like, how are you feeling now? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. What's, yeah. what's your problem? Yeah, so, and, and I've noticed that about you as well. Like, going back, again, no names, you were seeing someone a little while ago and you were very, like over whatsapp you're like this is this is situation this is how i'm mm. and then we talk to you in person but almost yeah like offended like we'd asked you mm. like, like and it was so and i look at it and go well we get annoyed but i do yeah. it as well do you know what i mean it's it is suppose maybe it's a little bit as well like i suppose in that because i can think i can think of almost the situation you talk about when you spoke about in person i wonder if it's almost as well like even though I think deep down I do like to be, like everyone likes to be a centre of attention. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I just don't want to be a centre of attention. So I think if like people are asking me questions, yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. don't want to talk yeah, about yeah, this. Like, it's, 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 let's well, talk I mean, about anything apart from that. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. yeah. And, but, but 
deep down, I think if I was really honest, I guess it's maybe just the whole running away thing, though. It's like, when I want to talk about that, that's fine, but I don't really want to think about it too often. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. it's like, it's like it bubbles over and you have to talk about it, but then if it's brought up again, it's like, now nah, I'd rather run away from the subject. 100%. Yeah. I don't want to be honest and tell you about how I really feel. 100%. But, excuse me. This is the professional most unprofessional one we've done so far. But. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, uh, yeah, a Monday after work is probably not <laughs> very flagging a little bit. Yeah, we'll put it. Just put it down to. Uh, we'll put it down to that yeah. anyway. We're we're professional, really. Yeah. We're just doing it for comedy value. You see, get, <laughs> the, get the viewers up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll make it like a split comedy and uh, yeah. mental health just podcast. Have, like, now. Five minutes of stand up in between. <laughs> <laughs> right, I suppose um, we yeah, should start wrapping that's... up. Really, it's a uh, bloody flown by again. It has. It always does. It's good company, mate. That's why it is. Oh, it's thanks. Good company. Um, you have had some good company. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> so Sunday, we can have a guest on. All being well, um, I'm waiting for them to message me back. So hopefully, um, we'll have a guest on, which will be a. A good experience, yeah. Nice, yeah. Um, and you don't have to just listen to us. Yeah, listen to our Dorset tones, yeah. Um, and obviously, you've recorded it now. We've got the camera here, so yeah. I'm hoping I don't to know. put full videos up soon. I'm um, yeah. having a bit of technical issues with it, kind of. So I've been putting some clips up, um, which are good to share. I think um, with little little bits in the yeah, it's good episodes. And anybody uh, wants to sponsor us, I say it again. We're, uh, <laughs> Always looking for some sponsorship, you know. Hoodies, I like a nice hoodie and a beanie hat for Wayne. With a, He's with wearing a indoors. And um, anybody that likes our post will get a free packet of Love Heart Sweets. Don't do that, because you're going to have to follow through with yeah, I've got loads of them. <laughs> you have to send them out via post. Yeah, I'll hand deliver them, it's all right. Um, but again, like, uh, like we've said every week, if you do have questions... Uh, yeah please send us some or stories then please do yeah because um, yeah. it was really interesting the couple we've had I think it's yeah. really nice to delve into and makes you think a bit um, about it do you know what I mean it, like I found them good because they made me really think about how I would feel in that situation and yeah. empathise and sympathise a little bit So, and it makes you realise that you're not I know we're not the only ones but it makes you realise you're not the only one yeah you know yeah. Um, you know I had someone who came to speak to me at football the other day, who I've never ever had that sort of conversation with, and they came up and said, oh, I see you doing a podcast, like, asked me why I'm doing it, and I told them, and he was like, oh, yeah, I've had my struggles, and sort of Mm. spoke to me. And I've said it, you know, in that environment where it's, yeah, lads, 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 to have that, I've had people come up to me at the pub and say, I love what you're doing, like, which is all good. Nice, that's really good. We appreciate all the positive. And if you got any negative feedback, I actually did get some not negative feedback, oh, no. but some feedback. Oh, you told people. me this. Um, someone said to me yesterday, "Yeah, like one thing I'd say: whoever's phone it is, it keeps going off in the podcast." What? Um, I kept looking at my phone. And I've had a couple of people say that, so that's why mine's on do not disturb at the moment. Oh, I think yeah, I think we've been good this episode. Um, sorry, sorry, whoever that was. Um, but yeah, I did laugh. I was like, "Yeah, you're not the first person to say that." Mm. Good feedback, to be fair. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. Oh, we're going to uh, eat loads of sweets. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get a sugar high. But yeah, thanks for listening. And I'll see you Sunday. You will indeed. Goodbye, folks. Give me a sweet. <laughs>